How goes it, Broda? I hope you're having a, a wonderful Wednesday or whatever day it is for you. This is Jerry Washington, the TR Expert, and this is episode number 343 of the TR Expert Talks. I'm over here in General Fitness Company, and we just finished recording the podcast, and now we've got the intro for you today. Well, today I'm talking a little bit about something that pertained to what I talked about yesterday, just a little bit. Yesterday I talked about reparations, should we get them, and talked a little bit about the secret, talked about like earning your way, and as I was listening to that, I wanted to talk a little bit about historical context. You know, we were talking about the past yesterday and uh, what, you know, slavery and reparations meant for us in, in this country, and I wanted to talk about just the old way of doing things. So that's what today's episode is called, The Old Way. Just, to, just kind of as a preview, just uh, think about the way that you're doing things nowadays. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the good old days, like I, like I say in the episode, but it could be just like maybe you did something one way two years ago, and now it doesn't quite serve you, but yet you're still doing it the same way. It's just good to take an objective look at what you're doing in your life and see, make sure that what you're doing is still working for you. All right, so we're going to get this episode underway. Let's go ahead and get it on like Donkey Kong. Episode number 343 of the TR Expert Talks. The old way. Lego! Yo, so yeah, let's talk, huh? Ah, I've been noticing, uh, I've been getting a little bit long in the, <laughs> long-winded in the past five episodes or so. Uh, all of them over 15 minutes, and one of them was like almost 45 minutes. Woo! You want content? I got content for you. <laughs> Anyways, I, I want to bring this one uh, back just a little bit. I actually talked about this a few times in my emails and maybe a couple times uh, on the podcast as well. And actually, I was thinking about it as I was listening back to yesterday's episode about reparations and talking about historical context. And I wanted to just talk about like the past, right? Like the old way of doing things. Because there's like a, you know, there's like a segment of the population that is just totally affixed to like the old days like everybody's talking about the good old days not everybody but these people in this group are always talking about the good old days and how they wish that everything was kind of like how it used to be and i'm not even talking about a specific political orange guy but <laughs> but there's people just in general that talk about oh, back in my days things were better you know you know people talk complain about like how kids are on their phones nowadays people are less social it seems like there's more violence in the world uh, but i want to talk about this today i think it's a it's a perfect day to talk about this because it was like a really interesting day here at General Fitness Company and we had a lot of cool things that happened that 
wouldn't have happened maybe 15 years ago. I won't go into into them too much, but I just want to talk about like how like you know, this is essentially the greatest time in human history. You know, I don't understand why people just keep clinging on the past. Uh, so we're going to just get into this and we're going to try to talk about why people feel like it's like better back in the days than it was now. So for starters, we all know that like, you know, people, tend, well, maybe we don't know, but people tend to feel worse when they lose something as opposed to like when they gain something. Let's say, for instance, like if you were to lose $50 you would feel worse in relation to how good you would feel if you found $100, believe it or not. It's weird, right? Like, you would think that you'd be happier, but that's not the case. And there's actually something that is called the uh, loss aversion. And that's essentially, uh, uh, essentially what it means is that people are afraid to lose something. They're more afraid to lose something than they are to gain something. And that's just true across... Uh, across the board for humans. It's just how we think. It's just like we'd rather not lose something than to gain something. So essentially, most people, what that would be called is playing defense, is what I like to say. Uh, Gary Van- Vaynerchuk, who I listen to sometimes, he says he calls it playing defense. So that's essentially what it is. Like you're, instead of like going on the offense and not worrying about your losses, you're like trying to protect yourself so you don't lose. And that's like a... That's like a what do you call that? Uh, scarcity mindset. So that's like a scarcity mindset, essentially. And what that means is that, like, you're so affixed to, like, what you have. You're so focused on what you have. You don't have room in your perception to, like, look at what is possible. So clearly that's not a good way to live because, like, because of entropy, like things break down, whatever you possess is going to break down. And eventually, if you are so concerned about the things that you have, then you'll eventually have nothing and you'll be, yeah, well, you'll have nothing because you won't have anything to replace the things that you are so concerned with. So you've got to kind of expand your horizon. So a good example of this, like, you know, that's a good example, but a good example of a company that did this was like Toys R Us. Now, they closed down because, like, essentially, they, they didn't want to take the risk of losing their pool of customers. Like, they had this pool of customers they had forever, you know. They've been around forever. You know, everybody knows Toys R Us, and they pretty much felt like nobody would ever stop them from, you know, being the, the force on the market. They pretty much took out KB Toys, and it was only Toys R Us for a little while. And then, and then online came along and then amazon essentially sold the same exact toys to people that are too busy with their kids like if you're busy with your kids you don't want to take them out to the mall that's like the worst thing you can do that feels just like it's it's not good it's not fun (laughs) take your kids into the mall especially to a toy store because then they're playing forever and it's hard to get them out it's crazy so like to have a toy store online where whatever your kid wants you just get it within an hour, and you don't even have to leave the house, I mean, duh, <laughs> right? So I don't know what they were thinking, but essentially is what happened. They didn't want to lose any money by trying to take a risk and trying to uh, uh, change their marketing or change, their, change the way they do business, essentially, because they didn't really do much online. They didn't really push anything 
online. They were more about their brick and mortar stores. If they had somehow find a way that they could maybe advertise online and find a way that they can do some kind of online shopping as well in conjunction with their uh, brick and mortar stores, they'd probably still be in existence. But alas, <laughs> they weren't able to compete and they pretty much lost everything. I don't even think, I'm pretty sure there are like no, no Toys R Us's in the country anymore. So instead of accepting defeat, you know, just like us, most people will pretty much just continue to lose until they have nothing left. So the truth is that like people just don't like to change. It's hard and worse. The benefits of changing aren't really guaranteed. So like, you know, you might make a change and you're just like, oh, this isn't working at all. Like I'm not getting any benefit. In fact, my life is worse. So like you think about that, you know, I'm pretty sure anybody can imagine or has maybe even had this happen where they try to make a change in their life and it ended up being worse for them. Their life ended up being worse. So the question is, what is the what's the antidote for this? Like, what can we do about this? Are we doomed to be like these all these people that are just complaining about the good old days and talking about how we should make our country go back to where we were? Well, I don't think that's the case. In, the, in this world of people <laughs> fronting like they got uh, more than they really have with you know, respect to their happiness and their financial well-being, it's, it's best to seriously consider being practical with your actions as well as with your beliefs. You know, it's no big deal to have a, a master plan to be like a world leader. You know, if that's your thing, go for it. Or, you know, maybe even leave your community better than when you moved in. But it, it can also be good to consider what each of these steps would be so that before you undertake these grand, grandiose plans, you don't crap out before you even get out the starting gate. You know, like you got to think about like what these things are, what these obstacles can be so that you're not like frustrated and you just give up, you know, because as I said, when you make a change, it's hard. And sometimes the, the, the results aren't going to be guaranteed. But if you consider that like every time you make a change, you celebrate, as well as you continue to make plans for the next step, well then, you at least give yourself a chance of having, a, by setting a path that will almost be like a map for you to, to follow. And if you, you know, if you get to your destination, well, you planned it and you earned it. If you didn't, well, maybe you still planned it and it just didn't work out for you. But that doesn't mean you don't have to, it doesn't mean you have to stop and you have to blame it on the world and you have to blame it on everything else. It just means that maybe you just have to try harder or try a different way. Life is long, at the same time it's short. But at the end of the day, you just got to keep going. So the old way of doing things had a lot of gatekeeper stopping people, you know, like there weren't, there wasn't really any particular color of people or class of people. Really, there was just people like you and I that just didn't want to let go of the uncertainty of what didn't they want to didn't want to let go of what they had. Just think about it. Like the thing is, now we're all smarter, we're all more objective, and we're all more resourceful. So nowadays. It doesn't benefit you to cling to the past. It doesn't benefit you to do things the old way. You should always be constantly, uh, not constantly, but you should always be revising your game plan, looking at how you're doing things and seeing how you can do what you do, maybe just a little bit better. So I just urge you to consider that today. I just really think that 
those people that be, those people that cling to the past are only benefiting because they were successful in the past. But eventually that all wears out and you'll be living <laughs> you'll be if you don't change the way of you're doing things, you'll under, you'll see very quickly that the way you did things no longer is going to serve you and eventually you'll be left with nothing. There's one last thought. Live in the present, plan for the future, and leave the past in photo albums. All right, anyways, uh, I'll head on out of here. Uh, that does it for my Wednesday evening. Uh, tune in tomorrow. I'll have a throwback for you. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think about it, and sometimes I want to do a, re- a new episode. Sometimes I feel like, you know, maybe we need to review some old stuff. So um, we'll see. <laughs> in the meantime, I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you had a wonderful Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.